Hello, hello. This is Bailey Cavanaugh with Basically Bailey's Best. I am literally recording in my um, open floor plan dining room right now. So if you hear my dogs or the baby monitor, um, you knew what you were signing up for. You knew what it is. Um, anyway, so I had the intention of starting back this podcast. And then if you follow me on social media, you will know that over the last three or four weeks, um, my 10-year-old has been extremely ill. Um, we've never really dealt with something like this. It's always, we've always had been a really healthy family, super blessed. Like I can't really complain. I mean, we did have lice like two months ago. Like it's been a series of unfortunate events. I feel like I'm that book, a series of unfortunate events, but we're not going to complain. Um, I just wanted to give a brief overview of what happened with my 10 year old. Uh, so this is vulnerable information, um, you know, hashtag trigger warning if you've ever been in the hospital or you've had this disease or if you've never heard of this, um, it can be uh, quite scary. So we had a hospital scare and I'm just going to kind of walk you through the timeline. Um, This was actually a newsletter email that I sent out. So I'm going to kind of read from it just to help me stay focused. So um, since September 25th, uh, my kid has been sick Uh, for like three and a half weeks. I have been on like hyper alert mode as a mother. Um, she had intense headaches, like almost migraine status, nausea, fever of over 103, chills, extreme fatigue, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I was giving her fever reducers, you know, Epsom salt baths, essential oils, all kinds of stuff. And literally nothing was working for the pain. Um, I just figured after a few days, like that this virus I'm doing air quotes would subside, you know, like there's, there's school viruses, there's 24 hour bugs and stuff like that. That's what I was thinking that it was. So that was, um, a Sunday, Monday rolled around Tuesday rolled around. And, uh, on Wednesday with her still being in extreme pain on September 28th, I took her to the local emergency room. Um, this is a very small town. So it was a very small hospital. Um, nothing against them, but they just didn't have like experts. Okay. So I could not keep her fevers under control. Her headaches were getting worse. And finally, they ran a bunch of tests on her and they did decide, or not decide, they did diagnose her with strep A and they sent us home. And I was like, wow, this is like a really intense strep. I have never experienced something like this. That's crazy. Um, The next day, I just spent giving her her antibiotics to get rid of the strep, but then her symptoms got worse. Um, And that was Thursday. And she started vomiting. So on Friday... I was like, uh, bro, no. I called the emergency room and I was like, you told me after like 24 hours of antibiotics that she would be fine or at least getting better and she's not getting better. And they're like, okay, well then bring her back in. I was like, no, I am going to go to her pediatrician. So on Friday, I called her pediatrician's office because like my mom gut was begging me to take her back and I just like knew something wasn't right. And I wanted that second opinion from her pediatrician. Um, from the moment we walked in, her pediatrician was very serious. She did a lot of tests and she ultimately took a, um, paper towel and wrote on it, probably going to mission. Um, the reason that she wrote this note instead of speaking to me verbally is because she didn't want to freak Emma out. Emma was already like wailing in pain, shivering overall, just like struggling more than I have ever seen a child struggle before. Um, mission is the hospital with the pediatric wing that's located in Asheville, North Carolina, which is about an hour ish from my house. So for us to get transferred there, it was pretty serious. Um, with all of her symptoms, the, 
that her pediatrician was like almost certain that she had something called encephalitis, which is a disease from a Western North Carolina mosquito bite. Um, I think the specific one, which when I'm recording this, we still don't have the official diagnosis back, but this is what they've eliminated it to. It's called lacrosse encephalitis, and I'm going to read you like the definition of it. Lacrosse encephalitis is a disease associated with small mammals like squirrels, chipmunks, and rabbits and mice. In North Carolina, the disease is found in the western part of the state. I'm super western. I'm in Brevard, North Carolina. Um, symptoms occur from a few days to a couple of weeks after being bitten by the affected mosquito. These symptoms include fever, nausea, headache, and vomiting. In more severe cases, convulsions, tremors, and a coma can occur. Lacrosse usually causes a milder disease than the Ezekiel, you know, whatever West Nile crap. Um, and it rarely causes death, but for young children, they are way more susceptible. About five cases. That's right. You heard me right. Five cases of lacrosse encephalitis are reported each year in North Carolina. Can you believe that? My child. Okay. So basically a small wild animal has a disease. A mosquito bites the small wild animal, and then it also bites the human. So it's extremely rare. I literally couldn't believe it. I had never heard of something like this and I've lived here for a year and a half. I didn't even know this was a thing. Um, so back to the scenario, the storytelling part of this. Um, my daughter was not stable enough to drive to Mission Hospital. Like they would not let me put her in my car. They said like she has to go by ambulance. She's not stable enough. So we immediately walked from the pediatrician's office across the parking lot because they're like in the same complex to the um, local emergency room. It was a pretty scary experience because these are the same people that just sent her home and it was really frustrating the way that things were kind of being handled and I tried to keep telling myself like you're tripping it's okay they're doing their job it's okay step back like you're advocating correctly um but I just knew and my mom got something wasn't right so we sat in that hospital with no pain relief for Emma they did a cat scan they did a spinal tap. They put her under freaking conscious anesthesia, which was the most wild thing I've ever experienced. Um, and then finally, like we sat in the hospital from 10 in the morning until 5.30 at night when we finally got transported by ambulance to the other hospital. Um, they would not let me ride in the ambulance with her. Plus, I needed to get my car out there anyway so that we weren't just like stranded whenever they released us from the hospital. Um... So I just was really scary experience to not be able to ride with your kid in a hospital, in a ambulance. Um, so yeah, they did the CAT scan, they did the spinal tap, they did another nasal swab. It was like gut wrenching to sit there and watch her go through this when there was absolutely nothing that I could do except for love on her and sing her over and over. Jesus loves me, yes I know, because that's like my mommy lullaby to them. Um, this had just gone from like the common virus that I thought that it was to a serious virus that can cause long-term damage. Um, like I literally am like, how could this happen? Like what the hello was I going to do? I had no intention of going back to the hospital. I had no clothes. I had no plans. I was like frozen in time. It felt like, um, Brett was at home with Maeve because we didn't know if this was like a virus that was contagious and we didn't want to send Maeve to school while we were still trying to figure everything out. Like I was giving everybody like elderberry supplements. I was doing vitamin C. I thought she had some type. I, I don't know if this was the vid y'all. Like I had no idea. So I'm like calling Brett and I'm like, I need clothes. I need my charger. I need my hydrate and energize. Like I need all my stuff. And he's like, okay, cool. When Maeve wakes up from her nap, I will drive down the mountain 30 minutes 
and bring you your stuff. Well, then Maeve wakes up from her nap. She is like beyond frustrated. And, you know, having a toddler that is not happy, it's really hard to stick them in the car. So I had a friend that lived nearby and um, I called her for resources and she was immediately on it. She brought me an entire suitcase full of the most bougie toiletries, literally nicer than the ones I have at home. Clothes, sweatpants, like clothes for me and clothes for Emma, chapstick, hairbrush, a fuzzy sweater, a freaking sandwich, and a kombucha. Okay, she was honestly like a glowing angel when she pulled up in her minivan. I swear it. Um, And then as the days went on, our church group coordinated meals, prayers, like so many resources. Uh, The Lord like really, really, really blessed us. Um, So that Friday, September 30th, through Monday, October 2nd, we were patients at the Mission Hospital Pediatric Floor in Asheville. Her doctors were amazing. They um, didn't just like settle for the encephalitis. They ran a lot of other tests just to rule out other things like meningitis, Lyme disease, all kinds of other stuff. And they also like they ultimately eliminated it down to exactly what the pediatrician said, which was the encephalitis takes like two or three weeks to officially come back. But everyone, all the doctors, like we were there for four days. So there's like multiple rounds of doctors that talk about her chart and go over everything. Um, We're almost certain that this is what it is. So after the hospital, like we're not out of the woods yet. Monday, October 3rd, we get discharged from the hospital because we're able to keep her fevers under control with over-the-counter medications, not like the IV medications. Praise Jesus. This was like a huge turning point. So then... Tuesday, we spent at home trying to figure out which medications worked best for her fever, headache, stomach ache, and overall fatigue. Um, She was just not herself, y'all. It was really scary to watch, honestly. Um, Wednesday, we had the follow-up with the pediatrician um, who recommended that she just did not go back to school yet just to play it safe. Um, Thursday, we got to spend a lot of great quality time together. I took her into Pittsburgh Forest. We walked outside. Um, her doctor was like, literally, please get her outside in the sunshine for 20 minutes a day. Like it will improve her mood so much. Um, Friday, she was allowed to return to school for a half day, but they had this field trip. Um, and I'm so sad that she missed it. Um, it was to the gorgeous state park, but it included like a strenuous hike. And I let Emma ultimately make the decision. And she's like, mom, I'm not ready. And I'm like, I support this decision. So Saturday and Sunday, Brett's off of work. We spent lots of time together, like quality time as a family around the house, like catching up on just like being out of commission for two plus weeks. So then Monday of this week, the one I'm recording, um, Emma had her first day back at school. The deal was that she could call me around like 1130 and check in and I would come get her if she was feeling fatigued or tired, but she actually felt really good. And she said she wanted to stay. So then Tuesday was like the first official, like she's going to school and she's going to stay all day. Hallelujah. Um, now I think today, what's today? Friday. Yeah. She's feeling confident. She's feeling much better. We still have some recovery to go with like highs and lows of like big major mood swings and mood changes. Um, overall fatigue, brain fog. Um, luckily her body is recovering, but her muscles are really, really sore. I think from all of like the shivering and I don't want to call them convulsions, but she was definitely shaking a lot in the hospital. I think her body is just still detoxing from all of the medicines and all of the stress that her body just went under. So the Lord protected us. The Lord got my kid through a really hard time and got me through a really hard time because it's trauma for both of us. And if you could continue in praying for her recovery, I would really, really, really appreciate that. 
Um, life hasn't like been insane. I haven't had regular sleep in over a month. Um, I went sleeping on like a tiny little hospital bed. My adrenals are completely wiped out and causing like hyper fatigue in like in a way that I'm not used to. And I'm under, I'm usually under a lot of stress. Um, I'm very happy to be home. I'm very happy to be able to eat nourishing foods because the hospital food was awful. We ended up just like buying the cafeteria food all the time and it still wasn't that good. Um, but I'm still showing up the best that I can for my own workouts, my own nutrition and accountability group because it brings me so much joy and sanity. Community and accountability is so inspiring and motivating. It's unreal. So believe me when I tell you that like I'm going through it. I'm sure that you are too. I just wanted to give an update um, just to fill anyone in who's interested or if you've never heard of something like this before, how crazy is this? How freaking crazy is this? Um, life's going to throw you curveballs. I have got to end this podcast because I've got to go pick up Emma from school. But thanks for listening. Um, I've got so many ideas in my head. I think my, my brain is actually working again with creativity, which feels so good. And I'm excited to do more podcasts. So I love you guys. It's a beautiful fall day here. I woke up and it was 37. Now it is like beautiful. It's like 65 and sunny. And the fall leaves here are the brightest orange, yellows, greens, like browns. And all the leaves are like falling like snow and it's beautiful. So just want to give you that little (laughs) picture to make in your head. Okay, I'm going to go because I always get weird. I don't know how to end these things. Bye. All right, I'm actually not gone yet. Um, Recently, this is me recording three days later on the same podcast. I got a call from the health department talking about Emma's communicable or uh, reportable disease. And y'all know, um, if you know me in real life or through Instagram, that I don't like the government having any of my information. So I was very skeptical at first, but after speaking with her, basically this is a research and development standpoint to try and prevent this from happening to other people. So I was open to it because I'm all for science and I'm all for research. So then I later got a call from the head of the health department in North Carolina and he wants to come out and survey our property to see if they, they are on my property. And if they are the mosquitoes, they will get rid of them, but they want to like trap them and do science projects on them, which is crazy. But then wait, I got a call from a professor from the University of Western North Carolina, and he has been researching encephalitis from mosquitoes for 16 years. And basically Emma's case is a big deal and he wants to come out as well to my property and he wants to keep up with Emma's um, symptoms, her recovery and everything else to use for his research documents. So that's pretty crazy, but that's kind of how big of a deal this actually was. I think my family wins the WTF for the year of things that could happen to us. So anyway, follow along with me on Instagram. Uh, Like I said, I don't really ever know how to end these things. Maybe I'll get better. Who knows? I love you. Bye.